Welcome everyone. Um, to give a title to this talk tonight, it's about um, looking at resistance. Um, as a way into the talk, um, when I first began Zen practice in Japan, back in the 1970s, uh, and I did my first sessions, uh, I found that I couldn't sleep at night and um, almost every night and I started to panic and think because of very intensive days I thought I'll never get through the next day or the next day or the next day um, and uh, my mind when I came back from the meditation hall when I came back home um, what I realised it was just constantly switched on to meditating and I wouldn't switch off from meditating and um, so um, the first session went by after several days and then by about the third or the fourth day it was still happening and then I thought I've got to find a way of being with this um, in, a, in a different way and um, what I decided to do was if um, I was lying in bed awake and I just meditate right? so I just did more meditation and um, I've developed this I'm not the only one who does it, but people have developed this from their own experience in different ways. But I developed a way as a psychologist to help people with insomnia, which is based on that experience. And that is if people go to sleep, you know, and they can't get to sleep, a lot of people worry about not being able to get to sleep um, and then what they've got to do the next day. So what I suggest that they do is a kind of win-win situation. So instead of trying to go to sleep, which is impossible to do anyway um, because it's, an, it's a um, spontaneous act that you can't control, I'd encourage people if they're awake to in, make an intention to be awake, try to be awake rather than try to go to sleep. And in trying to be awake, just remind yourself you're lying there in bed and you, you're cosy and you're warm and you're comfortable and you're safe and you've got no responsibilities and you just be mindful of your breath. Or some people, I give them a, um, a body scan meditation to do. They just scan through their body over and over again. And what people find, and what my experience was, is that if you just lie there and you try to stay awake as much as you can, well, it's win-win because either it creates the circumstances in which you fall off to sleep, right? so that's fine, or if you stay awake, you'll find that just relaxing there and being mindful of your breath is about 90% as good as going to sleep anyway and you'll be fine the next day. So it turns it into a win-win type of situation. And that is, that's an example of uh, what I want to go into a little bit tonight about being, um, about resistance and resistance to being with life as it is or the way things are, which might be our external circumstances or it might be the, the interior of our mind and um, it's important with practice like in meditation practice in an everyday life is uh, first of all to recognize resistance when it's there right that's the that's the most important thing um, it's not as though it's a sin, you know, to have resistance. We all have resistance to life. That's why we're doing this practice. 
we've got resistance coming up all the time of actually being in the present moment. And we're either trying to shorten time to get to somewhere else, like a holiday or the end of the meditation period, or being back home having a glass of wine and watching TV or whatever it is. We're all resisting by trying to pull ourselves out of the present moment. So we do it. And the first... The first part is instead of denying that we do it or saying that we're wrong for doing it or we're a bad Zen student because we have resistance, it's rather just being able to recognise it in a very dispassionate way. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. And then what you can do, particularly if the resistance is very strong, say say you come along and you, and you tonight and you think, oh, I really don't feel like sitting tonight, you know. Why did I come, you know? Um, if that is what's actually arising, then be present to that. Be present to that experience. I don't really want to be, de- be here doing it. I'd rather be doing something else. Make that the focus of your practice rather than going, oh, I shouldn't think that. That's not good. Mm-hmm. So whatever, whatever comes up <coughs> is grist for the mill. Whatever comes up. doesn't matter what it is. Um, and then... If you be with that resistance, you think, well, yeah, I don't want to be here doing this. Then you return to the body and, and you just sense out what, what is it to be resistant as a bodily, visceral experience. And I'll exaggerate it, but it's kind of like something like that. You know, there's some kind of tensing of the muscles and distorting of your musculature in some way. And so you just sit with that, right? Just sit with that, that tension. I don't want to be here and be present to it fully. And then, then you're working. Then, you, then you're coming into what actually is. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you deny it or you think it's wrong, you know, or you become very judgmental of yourself, then you've got no way in. There's no way in to deal with the resistance when it's there. Um, we're either we're either in the present moment with life as it is, we're either in that mode, or we're we're resisting life as it is. We're in one or the other. But instead of thinking I've got to get from resistance to over here, um, you just turn up to whatever whatever your mind is creating for yourself. Right? And if you do that, like the sleeping issue, it becomes a win-win way of practicing. Either in the present moment, or you're present to the fact that you're resisting being in the present moment. Either way, you return to what is actually, actually, what's actually occurring in your experience. But um, when, I suppose, what happens <coughs> over extended periods of doing this practice and over years and so on is that. Um, you become so aware of the resistance um, and how unnecessary it is that it just starts to drop away more. And a metaphor that came to me the other day when I was thinking about this, it's like the resistance is like trying to drive your car with a handbrake on. Um, Now if you're actually driving a car and you found that you had a handbrake on, well an intelligent person would take the handbrake off but when it comes to human experience, we kind of don't do that simple thing. It's kind of like we know the handbrake's on, but we refuse to take it off. 
Right? It's like let's say we're trying to go forward, but there's something resisting us going forward at the same time. So, but what you do with more years and years of practice is you know the handbrake is on and you let the handbrake off. And the handbrake is often this, um, this visceral experience of tensing muscles that you don't need to tense and pushing and pushing and pushing, you know, and, or the resistance is kind of backing away from something. And just realize it's like, it's like you soften into it, it's just not necessary and it drops away. Resistance has got a lot to do with our relationship with time. <clears throat> if we're, um, like I said before, if we're wishing we're somewhere else, we start to fantasise about the holiday we're going to have at Christmas, do you know, or that how relaxing it's going to be when we go home um, after a busy day, and that's what we're thinking about, um, then it will make life more difficult for us. And all of us... Um, as you, you mentioned to me, and, and as my day has been today particularly too, a really, really busy day. <clears throat> and there's a kind of a... I don't get stressed from the, the nature of the work that I do, but I can get stressed with trying to time manage it, you know, so people finish on the hour and then the next person comes in and no-one's waiting and I get to do the telephone calls in between. So that can be kind of stressful. But the way you work with that in practice is that it's just stressful. You're often thinking of some ideal of practice that, um, oh, well, you're a Zen teacher or you're a Zen person, so you should never be stressed, right? Um, but if you're living a, a busy life, there is stress that comes with that. So you just be busy. Right? You just surrender to the fact that you're busy. You just surrender to the fact that you're not as calm or as, as um, less stressed as what you would be in another circumstance. And if there's no division between that and what you're doing, um, then you're fully engaged in what you're doing. So you just be busy. Yeah. <clears throat> That's the nature of all Zen practice, is that it's just this. Yeah. So there's just this white wall, just this carpet, right? And also there's just this stress when it's occurring. There's just this busyness when it's occurring. As a final note, there's a really wonderful um, book title, and you probably, many of you know it, written by Pema Chodron. And the title of the book is The Wisdom of No Escape. It says it all.